Hi, you're listening to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. This is the one hour a week where my boyfriend, John, is allowed to talk to me about wrestling. And sometimes I know things too. Here we go. Yeah, well, just one second, because um, I'm going to get a burrito probably in like 15 minutes here. Okay, should we stop? No, I just uh, want you to be aware that that's going to happen. And if, okay. the, if the burrito gets here and... Am I going to have to vamp? Yeah, you may have to vamp like I did. Yeah, I've, I've gotten up for like several minutes at a time. Before. Yeah, you've gotten up several times during this recording and I've had to vamp. So now it's going to be your turn to vamp. That's fine. I can vamp. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to get my burrito delivered here in about 15 minutes. I should have timed it better. Um, you couldn't have known. What time we were recording the podcast or that yeah. I was going to get a burrito. I knew all of these things like hours ago, no. but I just didn't I'm trying to give you an out. It. That's okay. I need to live with my bad deeds. Anyway, what's going on in wrestling this week? Well, I think we discussed we're going to do a special. Wait, we should address the fact that we haven't done an episode in several weeks. They don't. They won't notice. They will notice. They won't even notice. They will notice. Okay, fine. We didn't do an episode for like three weeks. This is season two. two. This is the season premiere of John and Ann's wrestling podcast. Yeah, summer season. Going into summer. Going to summer. Summer. Eating the chocolate. Making copies. That's what oh, it yeah. is. You're I, doing that. I was doing Polly Shore. Oh, I see. Oh, man. Rob Schneider and Polly Shore in like 1993 would have been a huge comedy tag team. If they did, if they did something together, yeah, I'm kind of amazed they didn't. Right? Yeah. Maybe they they kind of passed each other, like Pauly ships Shore, in the night. Yeah, like Polly Shore was going away just as Rob Schneider was becoming the hot chick. Well, and, Rob and Schneider was probably on SNL, and Polly Shore is doing movies. Yeah, and then and California and then, stuff because he's Polly Shore, California guy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but. So anyway, this is season two. This is our first episode of season two. That's right. And I think the first thing we're probably going to talk about is the big news of the month. Yeah. Of May. This is, tomorrow's going to be June when this comes out. Yeah, yeah. The month of May. Is that, of course, I got an office chair expense for my job and we put it together right away. Like we thought it was going to sit in our living room for, for was, months and months. It sat in our living room for about four days. Okay, okay. well, like, we had things to do. Let's not That's use... a realistic amount of time. Let's not throw around terms like right away. Not everybody is like able to immediately put something together. Right? You're right. Plans. We're very busy. We're barely home. I was barely home this weekend. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I was home a lot. I could have done yeah, it. Yeah, you could have done it. I didn't do it. I'm sorry. It's okay. I didn't expect you to. Well, now this is a fight. No. Anyway, but the other big thing that happened in May. Uh, well, Sasha Banks, watch. Oh, boy. Are we watching? a saga this has been so far. It's funny that we made this stupid little bit for our show, and it's, boy, we really predicted a... We we call the right person. Well, she's I I think that that's not dumb luck. I think that she is the biggest star. She honestly. was a huge star and has been doing like a crossover stuff. Like she's been on TV. And- like Sasha Banks is someone that I've known about for many years, mm-hmm. 
and you know me, I'm an extremely casual wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Like I basically pick up what I happen to see when mm-hmm. I walk by the TV, and I've known about Sha- Sasha Banks for. Yeah, your mom is honestly a bigger. Oh, my burrito's here. Okay. Uh, Anne's burrito is here and I was just going to say that her mom is honestly probably a bigger uh, wrestling fan almost because she'll sometimes watch Monday Night Raw uh, just casually um, and she'll get into it a little bit uh, not a regular viewer but um, definitely seems interested when when it's happening uh, and Anne really mostly just watches it you know with me uh, I think she was maybe Anne was a little bit more into it before she saw the sheer volume of wrestling that I watch I think she was she was like, oh, we could watch, I'll watch like a pay-per-view with you every once in a while. And then it's like, how much is the best of Super Juniors? Yeah. Hi. I can kind of hear what you're saying about me yeah. behind my back. And it's true. I did think I was a wrestling fan before I met you. Mm-hmm. And I realized I'm not a wrestling fan, no. actually. I'm just a normal person. Yep. As, <laughs> as most are. I'm just a normal person who sometimes likes to watch wrestling. And uh, you are uh, psychotic, Mr. I, wrestling guy. Uh, um, no, even, but, even in my wrestling group text, which is composed entirely of hardcore wrestling fans, I am the only one who has been able to even kind of keep up with Best of the Super Juniors, which is a New Japan tournament. Oh that yes, is just I've heard you say these words. Day. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, Sasha Banks, I think, is probably the biggest star that they have. Yeah, she's uh, definitely her and like Becky Lynch, and I guess Roman Reigns. See, this is the thing. Like, Roman Reigns, I mean, I know he's big. I know he's famous. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup for you. I mean, he does have that, like... I mean, maybe I could, but he has that same look that, like, Drew McIntyre and all those guys, Seth Rollins, like, they all, like, have the same, like, look slash dick, like... Dark beard and 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 long, dark... wet hair. Yeah, long, wet, dark (laughs) hair. Yeah, no shirt, wet long hair for a long time uh, for a long time though roman reigns did have a shirt on he did have that like tactical vest which would All have right. well helped i'm just saying in defense of roman reigns i'm just saying that he wore a shirt that, that some of these superstars yeah don't shine so bright in my opinion whoa sasha however has True. always shined very bright her and bianca and uh mm-hmm. i don't i actually was not as familiar with naomi but then yeah, after I went fault. back and like was looking at her, I was like, oh, no, I do know who this person is because mm-hmm. I've seen her come out many times. And I feel like I've walked past the TV while you're watching it and gone, who's that when Naomi comes out? Because she does that crazy yeah, she does dance. The dance. Yeah, she's um, she's great. I think it's um, a failing of the company that you weren't more familiar with her because I think she should have had yeah. more spotlight. And, it, and it's amazing that I know as much about Sasha as I do in spite of the company. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's a common thing. I mean, I've definitely heard stories from people like CM Punk talking about like when he, you know, was with the company and like they, Slim Jim reached out to them because they wanted CM Punk to be like the new Randy mm-hmm. Savage, like the guy, the Slim Jim guy. Because he's cool. He's cool. And especially at the time, this is like when he was making huge waves and, and yeah. he, I think he was the champion or was around that time. And WWE was like, how about Sheamus? And they were like, no, we don't want Seamus. We want, and it's not, no shade to Seamus. Yeah. And they were like, we don't want Seamus. We want CM Punk. Yeah. And they were like, well, no, we, we want we want it to be Seamus. And they were like, well, then no. And they were like, okay. I feel like their and problem they just, is they, they are really bad at figuring out who is cool. They are horrendously bad at figuring out who is cool and hip and who the audience is attaching Actually to likes. and why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All very key things. Yes. 
Because like Seamus is a nice guy. I know who Seamus is. And yeah, he's I'm sure a, Seamus he's is He's a cutie. Lovely. But like comparing him to CM Punk is like insane to me. Like yeah. that's like not an, a sub. Like I could see them being like, what about Finn Balor or somebody who has like a kind of similar like hardcore aesthetic kind of yeah. deal. But like what? Seamus. Yeah, no. The Seamus. very pale Irishman. Yeah, Seamus is just like The man a whose wrestler. thing is that he's pale. Yeah, that's true. That's that is his a, thing. Um. And it was, uh, what was I saying about that? Um, uh, that CM Punk was going to do the Slim Jim. Yeah, it was just, it was that. Him. And there was also a story about how Shelton Benjamin was approached by Under Armour. They were, or Under Armour approached WWE about having Shelton Benjamin be the, mm-hmm. the Under Armour guy or like do a, a campaign for Under Armour. Yeah. Because he was like a college athlete and it's like, you know, he is a good person to be on Under Armour. And they were like, well, what about John Cena? And they were mm-hmm. like, well, we lo- I mean, sure, but we'd want Shelton Benjamin. We're asking about Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. And they were like, no, John Cena. Yeah. And they were like, no, then. And then it just didn't happen. You yeah. know, they don't care. Well, again, this is, you know, something that has come up a lot. They love to have control over things, I think. Yeah. And they don't, there's no oversight. This is like a carny bubble they've lived in for, ever nobody ever has to tell Vince McMahon he can't do something or whatever and it's just like they don't exist in the normal world they've been Mm -hmm. their own like company that has then become a huge billion dollar corporation but they've never had anything but the same weird carny bubble mentality and they just like try to control everything all the time and it's just I don't know it just doesn't I don't know no and it is weird because it's like you know, I wrote about this famously. You did. Like you are a more almost more of a, an expert in this situation. I wrote than I about at this the point. Sasha Banks Naomi walkout, which, if you're confused, Sasha Banks and Naomi left the WWE. And yeah, the WWE yeah. did everything they could to humiliate them afterwards. Yep. Um, which we'll talk about more. But the weird thing about it is, is like you know, like I I can write about it if I want. Like I have to kind of push for it a little mm-hmm. bit because other people don't know about it, and so it's you have to kind of explain why it would be interesting to like not total wrestling nerds yeah um and that's what makes it this weird thing because it's like like something like to use another one of your passions something like star wars is something that's covered everywhere because Mm -hmm. everyone has kind of a baseline working knowledge of it yeah there's an assumption that even if you're not obsessed with it you still like care yeah but like wrestling doesn't have that it's almost like it's like completely um like walled off from the rest of the world in a weird way where it's like you either write about wrestling and that's like your thing and you're like your website is dedicated to it and your publication and your podcast Mm -hmm. or whatever your podcast is about wrestling or Mm. or it's not at all (laughs) like there's no like little bit you know yeah and i think that's also why they've been able to exert so much control and have so little oversight is because people don't care yeah like the general but like they have their fans Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of fans, but generally people don't care about this in the mm-hmm. way that they would care about other stuff or else Vince McMahon would have been, you know, canceled or whatever, like as a boss, yeah. I'm sure yeah. 20 years ago at this point, well, maybe not 20. We've only been canceling people for what, five years at this point? Yeah, no. Oh, we've been canceling people. I don't know. Officially. And, and officially. And also like, you know. Canonically canceling people. Yeah. And well, and it's also because canceling is, is actually a very hard thing to do. And yeah. you actually can't really do it when someone's like that powerful yeah um, uh, unless you it's have also kind of a myth in general but. well like the only people who are like owners of companies or like ceos or bosses who can get canceled are guys who have like 
accusations of like assault or harassment that are actionable by like the companies that they own. Yeah, yeah, like for. a Harvey Weinstein like, or something. Yeah, yeah, or like a Les Moonves. Like you can't just like tweet that somebody's a jerk and yeah, they yeah. lose their job. Like, yeah, especially when they are like the sole owner of a company or whatever. Right, like, you know, because also a lot of it, like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of wrestling fans who just don't care that he's a jerk and they uh, yeah. maybe they kind of like that about him. Maybe they think it's funny, you know? Unfortunately, I think that's probably a... a quite a large yeah section it's disappointing if you're one of these wrestling fans listen up it's not cool sasha banks and naomi have been completely screwed over this is a real screw job it really is it's a screw job and they can't work do they get paid when they're not wrestling uh i mean that's a thing where you know we again because they control all this shit we have no real oversight uh-huh. We have no way to know. What I've heard rumors are, if we should let me just catch everybody up. Okay, yeah. Real quick. Sasha Banks and Naomi were the women's tag team champions. They were advertised uh, a few weeks ago on Monday Night Raw to compete in a main event. I think it was a, a six-person main event mm-hmm. um, to compete for a, the number one contendership to the Raw women's title, uh, currently held by Bianca Belair, and they were going to... It was going to be With them six and, women. They were going to fight for the opportunity to fight Bianca fight Belair the for death. the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, it was it was Sasha and Naomi. I think Dewdrop, formerly known mm-hmm. as Piper Niven, uh, Nikki Ash. God, these names are fucking terrible. And um, and uh, uh, Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch and Oscar, I believe. Asuka, yeah. And so they were going to do that match, and then halfway through the show, or not even. Remember, you watched it. I didn't actually watch it, but you watched some of it where it was like not even oh, halfway. Yeah, watched, it was like a half an hour in or something. I watched the whole. Oh, oh, oh. When they announced that they left the room. Yeah. Um, they. Yeah. It was like half an hour in. Becky comes out and like is talking to somebody and is like, this match can't happen. They left the arena. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're going to kind of make it a thing in the show. Um, and. Then they just kind of like change it without really making a big announcement about it. And then they just like mention it. They're like, they unprofessionally left the ring. Yeah. Um, so they basically they were they the story that WWE put out is that they told them that they felt unsafe with some of the people in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said something to the effect that. It was like, even though they had ample time to rehearse their match and they had had matches against these people with no issues in the past, they walked into John Laurinaitis's office, who's like the head of talent relations, mm-hmm. with their bags packed, left their tag team championship belts on his desk, mm-hmm. which is also funny because it's just like you're traveling in an arena, so it's not like his real office or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They uh, left it on his folding table. And sometimes they'll do that on TV where they'll be like, he'll have like a fake office set up like in mm-hmm. the arena. But, um, but, and then they like left because of like this, which is such a, so that's such a funny thing to imply that it's like to shit on someone for telling you as their employer that they feel unsafe. Yeah. In a job where someone broke their neck two months ago. Yeah. Biggie literally broke his neck because of a mistake that happened. So, yeah. So it's uh, like if someone says, I don't feel comfortable going in the ring and doing this, you should probably listen to them. But again, they're so cut off from the world and in this weird bubble that they that they don't 
I genuinely don't think that they understand that. Yeah. You and know what I mean? The weird thing is, is it feels like they honestly think that we're all just going to forget Sasha Banks existed. Oh, 100%. Which they, is wild because she's been there. She's been a superstar there for like seven years or some yeah, like I, crazy amount of time. I cannot stress to you enough, to you and to everybody else, that WWE firmly believes that everyone who watches their show is the stupidest person in the world. They... I I genuinely believe they actively dislike and hate mm-hmm. their audience. I've never watched a show where you can feel it how mm-hmm. much they don't like you. Yeah. Not even that they don't care or they do, they genuinely hate you. They think mm-hmm. you're stupid and worthless yeah. and that you're just going to keep coming back. They don't acknowledge continuity at all. Mm-hmm. They it's very rare that they ever if they ever acknowledge that somebody has known each other previously, yeah. it's insane. But also they do they like they will just repeat the same steps of things over and over again. They just don't give a shit. And there's too many cook there's too many cooks in the kitchen and only one head chef. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, and then that's kind of I don't know if that what makes sense. that was one of the reasons um Sasha and Naomi had umbrage with their storyline was that they were gonna just put the tag team championship on ice. And make them fight these other women for these singles titles that they weren't going to win. Yeah. So the story is that they uh, Naomi was supposed to win that match and get a mm-hmm. title shot against Bianca Belair, which is cool. I would like to see that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was reportedly going to lose because Bianca Belair really has only just won that title. And I think she's probably going to have yeah. a long reign. And then um, Sasha Banks was reportedly supposed to face uh, Ronda Rousey. To challenge for the SmackDown Women's title and also was probably supposed to lose. Mm. Um, and the thing is that I've heard is that, A, they never told them that they felt unsafe about mm-hmm. anything. I would not be surprised at all if something was twisted uh, about that. Um, yeah. And I don't think that that's what they said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seemed like they were saying that they wanted to instead of... Ha- because they wanted to make the tag team championships mean something so they mm-hmm. wanted to have like a good tag team title reign where they have a bunch of tag team championship matches meaningful feuds and have like good matches where they like build up the reputation and prestige in those titles and instead what they were going to do is just sacrifice them both to singles champions and then make them look like shit so it wasn't mm-hmm. and it's not that they were and i don't think that they were being like i don't want to lose it's like they have a goal in yeah. a creative direction and wwe never has that they never have a goal or a creative direction yeah so they um well, it's also just like it is or it, i'm it not saying like the writers dis- don't but the no yeah but i mean it's also it just like is disrespectful it is very like disrespectful. it's just like it's like oh here's the storyline you've been working on never mind never mind yeah like forget it like don't you know you're not gonna have any matches together you're done like you've done this for two like not even they started in february it was like a month it was like a month well they won the tag team titles at wrestlemania yeah yeah yeah. so it was and like a month they, they only were... joined up in february so it yeah. was yeah it was literally like a month and then they're like all right drop this and it's like what what it's very disrespectful and uh, the things that i've heard and again this is all just technically hearsay but i believe it or i believe it's highly possible is that they raise these concerns in a professional way mm-hmm. were then yelled at about it. Yeah. Uh, and then felt even more disrespected and then just said, fuck it and handed yeah. them the tag team titles, which they had 
already been made clear to that they didn't matter mm-hmm. and then they fucking left and i honestly i don't blame them yeah good for them yeah they i like, think they should to me the thing that really seals it as like a good for them moment is the fact that they both walked out yeah like if it had been one of them it's like okay maybe there was something going on whatever some interpersonal conflict but the fact that that like if two of your employees leave that's you like, yeah. that's not the employees. Like, if more than one of your employees is leaving, even knowing that they're risking their job and, like, yeah. risking all this, that's you. That's, yeah. That's not This is them. actually the second time that Sasha has done this mm. because of the tag team championships. Because mm-hmm. three years ago, when she and Bailey were the tag team champions, they wanted to make them mean something, and they just kind of were barely on shows or whatever they had like a, a big first moment but then they barely were doing anything and then they had a match at wrestlemania and they lost them yeah and then she kind of walked it wasn't as dramatic but she was kind of gone for a while and then she eventually came back it kind of sounds like she's been burned many times oh for sure and like she just had enough yeah because i mean that, yeah she's i mean the mandalorian now she doesn't need this shit because you see these you guys I mean? there's people in like the comments and whatever who are like oh these are performers they're supposed to do what they're written it's not about their egos it's about the performance and it's like yeah but this is a woman who's been doing this for years and years at this point she's not like some new person who's yeah. like doesn't understand how it works she knows what her job is and she's been doing it incredibly well for years yeah like if she's put her foot down over this and like risking her career over this, clearly it's something that she actually cares a lot about. Yeah. It isn't just some ego trip. Like clearly it, she's had enough. And she wants to set those titles up for the future too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it's just like some ego trip. She's like had moments. You know, I, yeah. I think it's just that she's, uh, it's also you're risking your life when you're out there. So it's not just, don't just act like they're like, you know. Also like this is the thing about Sasha that makes me really mad is that she is super, she's a, awesome wrestler she's a great performer um she's really charismatic and likable she said in interviews that she wants to have the career that like john cena and the rock have she wants to do movies she wants to be a big deal they have not put her in any of the wwe studio projects which is how like the rock and john cena kind of got their start like Mm -hmm. i was looking back through the WWE movies and stuff. And a lot of the early ones are like the Marine and like the stuff that like John Cena was in before he was in like mainstream Hollywood flicks. Mm -hmm. And she's not in any of it. No, they, they put like Becky Lynch and stuff as like a voice actor and Roman Reigns and all these people. And it's like nuts to me that in all the years that she's been there, they have never made an effort to like get her over mainstream, you know? Oh, your, your mic oh, went sorry. out. I think she probably got the Mandalorian in spite of them. I'm almost shocked they didn't try to stop her from doing that, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she definitely probably went rogue and did the Mandalorian, and maybe that's why they're kind of punishing her more. Yeah, maybe that's of... why they're so mad, partly. I think it's also because they're racist, but like... Yeah, oh, for sure. You know? <laughs> I mean, the way that they're reacting to this is like, it is bizarre. And it's I, I've been, childish it's, and It's weird. incredibly childish and weird, and they are so clearly being unprofessional, WWE is, and yeah. they even they've had like other statements where they're like Sasha Banks and Naomi disappointed the WWE universe and like yeah uh, it's also funny because they were like they didn't with WWE fans couldn't get uh, this match that was advertised because of them and it's like this past week after advertising a Lacey Evans her return match for a week they just didn't do it with no explanation oh my god because that shit happens all the time so to put it on them like they fucked up like they yeah. fucked you over or something you do this shit all the time. I was just thinking about this, like, uh, talking to a friend about this situation. I was, I was t- 
talking about all the like wrestlers that they have there that are just like not interesting mm-hmm. who like Sasha Banks just blows out of the water and Lacey Evans I brought up Lacey Evans myself yeah. I feel bad because I do like her as a person and she's sure she's a great gal also but something about Lacey Evans that's bizarre and I don't want to get too sidetracked on this but mm-hmm. she was doing those weird like, not weird but she was doing those like promos where she was just talking about like her hard life oh and, yeah like, you know addiction problems or like her family oh wow and, like, I, didn't know about that. I don't know if Ugh. she was addicked but she like I think there was abusive stuff going on in her family mm-hmm. and she was like crying and stuff and then they sorry she was like crying and then they uh and then they had her I think she's a heel now so I think that the idea for her gimmick Mm-hmm. is that she's like, I had an abusive life and it's been really hard. You should cheer for me because it's been so hard because that's what they think like a heel is because again, this is a company and I haven't said this, but run by like a bunch of the worst kind of like Republican conservative bullshit that you mm-hmm. can imagine. And then they probably do think that that is somebody in their minds who they're like, or Vince's mind or whatever was like, oh yeah, this, this, yeah, go complain about how hard it's been for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And they think that's like a heel. Yeah. Do you Like it's sick. <laughs> I just am always like I I saw her I think I saw her come out on the raw that like Sasha was supposed to be on and I, I don't know I was watching something and, mm-hmm. I, and she was on it and I just thought oh yeah this is a person who they've never settled on even like a basic gimmick for like she's just army navy Barbie yeah person but at one point she was Miss Manners but like now she's all about the troops like I watched her do a <laughs> promo where she was talking about the troops and I was just like, what is this person's deal? And it's just amazing to me that they will have people like that who just have no direction and they're just not that interesting to see. And they'll be like, yeah, you can stick around forever. But then someone like Sasha Banks, it's like, yeah, yeah, we don't care. You, um, you're going through a lot of things that I've been going through the past like 20 years with them, which is... Well, this uh, is the yeah. first time that this, like, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a committed wrestling fan. No, I know. I'm just is, saying this is like how. Yeah, it, this and is this just is like, the first time that I'm it drives you nuts. I'm, I'm being slapped in the face, you know, because I can't watch Sasha Banks wrestle now, even if I wanted to. It is also, um, with Lacey Evans, uh, pretty funny that she was a Marine. She was a U.S. Marine. Yeah. She and they could made be really her cool. And they made her like a USO person. Yeah, like she could be. <laughs> she was the troops. Like I remember when I first saw her, I was like, oh, this is an interesting person. Like yeah. I can't wait to see what she does. I haven't seen like female Marine soldier yeah. on WWE TV. Right. That sounds cool. Yeah. And she is like the tall blonde thing yeah. that they look for. But they kind of just like, I, I feel like they just so. have a, a thing where it's like that from the 90s divas leftover hangover stuff where they're like the blondes with the boobs yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh that, yeah that's and john as, laurinaitis is back too so and that's as far as they think yeah. about it john laurinaitis was the king of that shit uh, so yeah, he used to hire people off swimsuit magazines oh my god yep and then they would be like champions um Sasha naomi good for you and even cm punk was like tweeting about this who he was like where he was like because they've been i think with the reason why they're putting out that shitty you know, childish um, statement was to get people pissed off, like in the company to not mm-hmm. support them um, because they want dissent because they don't want you to unionize or rise up or, or, yeah, be, yeah, or yeah. stand together at all. They just want to control you. And yeah. Um, and so CM Punk was like, said something along the lines of like, don't like if you're there now, stand with 
the people that are like, mm-hmm. you know, doing stuff like the walking out and yeah. stuff because it's going to happen to you at some point and you'll wish somebody was like supporting you. And it was, he ended it with something like you're expendable, but together you're unstoppable or mm-hmm. something, which is like, you know, pretty inspirational. Let's is my microphone microphones. not working? No, let's just switch microphones. Cause you can't hear it. Oh, did it? Um, no, it was just getting garbly and did I you don't hear, know. Did we, what did we miss? Nothing. We heard everything. It was just kind of garbled okay. and I don't want to. Okay. Risk it in. Anyway, CM Punk tweeted something to support unions, basically. Um, or, you know, acting like a union. Um, but, yeah, they uh, they walked out. They have not been back yet. Nobody, they haven't mentioned anything about it. Sasha Banks and Naomi haven't said anything about it. Um, and they're very... Uh, uh, they may have frozen their contracts or they may be... Mm. Sometimes when stuff like this happens, they'll freeze their contracts so that they can't... So they won't use them, but they can't leave. So they just trap you. Yeah. Because uh, the main thing in this that they want to do is to like cool off any momentum or like juice that you have because they don't mm-hmm. want you to use that to go take it to another that's company. That's why we have or, to keep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's why we have to keep talking yeah, about yeah. this. They're very vindictive. And we they're have very competitive. to keep talking about Sasha Banks and sure, Naomi. Sure. We'll talk about her every week. We'll talk about her every week Hers, in season two. Yeah. Every week. This is the arc for season two. We're gonna share a wrestling. Thing of Sasha Banks. This is the season arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and Naomi. We don't want to forget Naomi. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's shitty. And uh, we did have like a theme episode idea, uh huh, which we can run through. I guess at this point, we spent a lot of time talking about it. But um, wait, we already did it, didn't we? Just do it. Well, I thought we were going to talk about like other wrestlers who had walked out. Oh yeah, sorry. I thought we kind of talked about CM Punk already. So I well, I guess we kind of did. Um, it might be silly to do this at this point because this is like, if we're gonna do a list of people, it feels like it, we should have spent more time on each one. I guess. I don't know. Well, we can talk. <laughs> it feels kind of silly to do it now, but a lot of people have walked out. Well, why don't um, we talk about them? Well, CM Punk was like the most. Well, Steve Austin was like the first one of the first like WWF WWE guys that like walked out and they acknowledged mm-hmm. like he was supposed to uh, have a match with Brock Lesnar. He was supposed to lose to Brock Lesnar. This is, when, this is 20 years ago in 2002. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar was new. They were pushing him really hard and Austin was supposed to lose to him in a match where he was just gonna um, like, they, it was just going to be like a random match on raw and they wanted Austin to lose to him. And Austin was mm-hmm. telling them like, this is a big match. We should build to this, put it on pay-per-view to make more money off of it rather than just doing it randomly now. I don't even think he was saying that he didn't want to lose to him. He just mm-hmm. was like, I don't... This is also like the height of Steve Austin, like, having a lot of personal issues. Oh. Um, so, I didn't realize he had personal issues. Yeah, there was a lot uh, that was bad. Um, and so he uh, he walked out, basically. And they mm-hmm. immediately were just like, he took his ball and went home. It's like they were like he doesn't care about you or whatever and so they just kind of threw him under the bus and i mean he was probably wrong for doing it and he's admitted that he was wrong for doing it although i think his point was correct is that they shouldn't have just done it randomly you know yeah um but he uh but that was the first time that they did was that. his merch pulled from the wwe no store it's never been this he, i don't uh... well i can't remember because it was 20 years ago but they definitely were not quite as shitty to him and i think i remember some people hearing it, some people in the company being like Almost saying that like Austin, because he didn't walk out during the show, mm-hmm. that somehow like he did it better or something. Mm-hmm. And like just anything that they can do 
to like twist the knife mm-hmm. with Sasha and Naomi to make them look and sound worse. Yeah. There's like so this idea that like Austin did it the right way or something. It's like he did the same thing they did. I wonder what the difference is between Steve Austin Yeah, I wonder and what Sasha it was. Naomi. I wonder what the main huge differences between those people Probably a couple of differences actually uh yeah. that might like i wonder what would make, make people one. look at them differently yeah you know? and consider them differently mm-hmm. systemically even yeah um interesting All right, um who else has walked out well our other boy cm punk famously yeah. walked out of wwe in 2014 after the royal rumble he'd had a lot of issues there and almost left in 2011 but then he did his pipe bomb promo which you have seen i think yeah when um, he talks about um vince mcmahon's stupid family yeah, yeah and john cena has to sell for like 10 straight minutes yeah the, he has yeah. to lay writhing in the ring while yeah. cm punk just like makes a speech has a soliloquy uh, yeah and so they were um and so he had a lot of issues but then he stayed but then it never really got any better and they did it they really fucked him too because he got became like the hottest thing in wrestling mm-hmm. crossover appeal like he was on like sports pod yet like he would like regular sports outlets and news outlets were talking about him mm-hmm. like people that don't cover wrestling don't give a shit about wrestling yeah uh and then they had him come back uh had him beat john cena and he was like the champion and then immediately he lost his title to alberto del rio who was like the initial plan. They wanted Punk to just like have the title and then lose it to Del Rio. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they don't have any adaptability to like change things or whatever. So they just like sort of tried to change it and then didn't and then had him just lose the title to Del Rio Uh, and then had CM Punk have a feud with Triple H who was like in power at the time and represented kind of the things that that CM Punk was rebelling against and then he lost to to Triple H. Mm -hmm. And so basically they did everything they could to cool him off. Yeah, and then he eventually had like a year-long title reign, but he never main evented a pay-per-view as the world champion, always in like the middle of the card until like oh. the very end of his title reign when he was facing like John Cena and The Rock and stuff. Oh. So they always pushed like Cena above CM Punk, just all this shitty petty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he eventually just got tired of it and he uh, left, and he had a whole big falling out. He's this is all from him. Like mm-hmm. he's had interviews where he talked about this. Where he was like, "Fuck you both!" Like him and Vin- he was talking to Vince McMahon and Triple H, and he was just like, "I'm I'm done, I'm leaving." Mm-hmm. And then he left, and then they eventually uh, fired him um, from his contract mm-hmm. on his wedding day, apparently. Oh wow, that's yeah. romantic! And he was like, "I know they did that shit on purpose." Mm. Um, and you know, a lot of people were mad at Punk, and they think he was like a pain in the ass or whatever. But I, again, I don't blame him, especially for how hard of a business this is yeah and how much it like destroys you yeah and so he left in 2014 uh did the the colt cabana art of wrestling podcast where they talked about it he did like a tell-all and he um had a situation where he accused a wwe doctor of like not diagnosing something properly and it led to a lawsuit and that was a whole other thing mm-hmm. uh but he ended up winning that but and he went but to ufc and he got his ass kicked in ufc but he tried yeah you know? but uh, the point is he walked out yeah, he walked out. Mm-hmm. Should we move on? Is that where we're... Well, I'm just, you know, uh, keeping us on topic. Sure, there's yeah, a, yeah. There's a lot of CM Punk lore we There's a lot into. of CM Punk lore, yeah. We could almost but, do a whole episode but on But he's CM back, Punk. and he's the AEW world champion now. He so, is. And that is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, because he's not taking it personally. 
No. He's not taking this so personally. He doesn't know why you are. Yeah. I watched that promo. Oh, yeah, he is. Was funny. Which is funny because I love CM Punk so much. Uh-huh. He takes everything personally. I know, but He's it's just, so per- It was just funny <laughs> the way he was at Hangman Adam Page. Is that yeah. what he was next? Oh, yeah, that promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when yeah. Hangman Adam Page is like, you don't respect AEW. And he's like, I don't know why you're getting so emotional, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really a funny thing. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like um, this is not a big deal. <laughs> like, yeah. It is funny to say about the world title match. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Gail Kim was somebody who sort of walked out of WWE. Mm. Um, but uh, what happened is she had been there, then she left and went to TNA, which despite its name sounding uh, yeah. bad, it actually is like kind of a, a pioneering women's wrestling being treated with respect. Ooh. Um, because they were like the um, the women's division would do like the best ratings all the time, and it mm-hmm. wasn't just like you know nudity or whatever. They were having yeah. matches, you know, yeah, and they would get the highest ratings of the show every week. So they started putting them on like the main event and all this stuff. And so like Gail Kim was a big part of that, mm-hmm. uh, pioneering their women's division. And so she went back to WWE for a couple of years in like 2008 to 11, I think I looked up, and then she hated it because that was like deep in WWE's period of not giving a shit. Like, mm-hmm. women's matches would be, like, less than two minutes. Mm. And they would all end with, like, these stupid roll-ups. And, like, everybody was, like, it's just, like, you know, the 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 John Laurinaitis swimsuit model situations, which mm-hmm. I'm sure they were working, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, I'm not saying they weren't working hard as yeah. individuals, but, like, it's not for everybody. And they weren't really even probably being taught that well because they didn't care. Like, the company didn't care. And so Gail Kim was in this battle royal to crown a number one contender for the Divas title at the time. And they told her to make sure she was eliminated in the first minute. Mm. Um, because the battle royal itself is probably only like five minutes or something. Mm-hmm. So she, which is very short for a battle royal. Yeah. Like, so she, I mean, I haven't looked this up. Maybe you made it to 10. I'd be shocked. Uh, but they, so she, so they were like, just get eliminated in the first minute. So she just eliminated herself almost immediately. <laughs> and then she went back and I think she said she asked John Laurinaitis about it. And she was like, did you see the Battle Royal? And I think she said his reaction was, no, but I heard it was the shits. Uh, like in a good way? Or no. A good way? The shits oh. is like a okay. wrestling. It's just bad. It's different than the shit. It's not, it doesn't mean the shit. No, yeah. the shit is great. No. Uh, but she, uh, so they didn't even know that she eliminated herself because they didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, all right, fine, fuck, I'm leaving. And then she left and then asked for her release and they wouldn't give her a release. And so they made her wait out the rest of her contract, which is a couple of months. And then she went back to TNA. It's like so um, annoying because like, it's it's annoying because they're the only shop in town. Yeah. This which, is why it's annoying. Like if they wanted to be assholes and they were just one of several, it's like, all right, fine, whatever, be weird little assholes. But if you're going to be the only source of professional wrestling for most people, you can't do that. Nope. You have a responsibility. Yeah, they don't care. You have a social responsibility. This was to the art form. Because like, you know what it is? It's like, I get that they don't care. But it's like, at some point, you gotta, you, you got to have some kind of respect for like what you do for a living. You know what I mean? Because like, at this point, it's like, they're not even, it's like they don't even care about wrestling or like what they do. It's like they don't have self-respect for themselves. You know what I mean? 
No, yeah. I know. I know yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But I just yeah, wanted, yeah. I just wanted my chance to say it because you get to say it every week. I'm sorry. No, right. I got to say it now. You did get to say it. But I, I think that the writers of WWE should have some goddamn self-respect and respect the art form that they chose to work in. And yeah. if they don't want to do it, they should quit. Uh, I think and all the writers at WWE should quit. And I think everybody who works there should quit, to be honest. I mean, Stop like being miserable jerks. Yeah, I um, I think it's... I mean, I think there's a couple issues. I mean, there's, well, I think a lot of the people that they hire probably are just don't really know wrestling. Not even that they disdain it or dislike it. I just think they don't like maybe know wrestling because they want... Which is not a bad idea to have people involved in the writing process that aren't hardcore wrestling fans or whatever um, that might bring something else to it that you can infuse. But they don't have that kind of environment there, I don't think, where you can infuse and innovate different ideas and different uh, viewpoints. I don't think they have any kind of an environment there I don't, that's like conducive to making anything. No, yeah, I don't think they have a creative process that makes any sense. I think it all just... They have a bullshit thing with Vince McMahon at the top, and I think that he probably infuses the whole process with like a negativity um, mm-hmm. that makes it impossible to get anything done. And then he can just rewrite shit at the last minute, which happens all the time. And that's yeah. part, part of the reason why their show sucks. Um, but I heard you have to wear a suit to work there every day. Yeah. I mean, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Anyway. No. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, especially considering your coworkers barely wear any clothes. I know. Yeah, it's I like mean, you work at a wrestling promotion, not a bank. Drew McIntyre's walking around in little little shorts. It's such no it's shirt. Such like it's such a nerd loser move to be like that. Like a dress code. Yeah. For our wrestling office, like what? It's a wrestling office. Get over yourself. Yeah, it really is. If like Mad Magazine was. <laughs> yeah. It's, Except Mad Magazine's significant. silly. Don't you have better things smarter. to do than worry about like someone wearing a suit? Anyway. Uh, they do. They just choose not to. Yeah. No, I, I hate to just like shit on it relentlessly. But it's I just think like... we can shit on it relentlessly. It's not even just that I'm saying like, oh, it sucks. It's bad. It sucks. I'm like, these are the reasons why it sucks. If you address yeah. these reasons, it won't suck as but much. Because I don't want them to suck and be bad. The only reason we're talking about this is because we deeply cared about one of these superstars that they have now attempted to erase. Yeah. If they, if we didn't care about it or like it at all, we wouldn't have these opinions because we wouldn't care. Yeah. So. I mean, truly, the passion of the fan base is the only reason they've been able to continue to exist mm-hmm. the way that they've been running it. But um, do you think that some of the reasons that they are so like short-sighted with it is because they assume all their, their they assume their audience is like 12 um, well, they do cater to children a lot, which I actually don't think is a bad idea. No, I don't think so either. Wrestling is for kids ultimately. But if I you're think. like, if you like, if you have a really cynical view of children in that way, you could be like, ah, oh, they don't care, just dance around for half an hour. I mean, no, like, for sure, yeah. No, I think they they do think that they think that like kids are stupid mm-hmm. because this isn't even like a show for baby, like even children shows like nick jr has like a lesson yeah you know what i mean like you're trying like technically avengers is for kids i know i know i know i know nobody fight me nobody yell at me okay but technically like all the avengers movies are for children yeah and they're pretty complex yeah i mean they're like even the most basic like nick like blues clues has like that's a show for like preschoolers and kindergartners Mm -hmm. right it has a structure, it has a narrative mm-hmm. structure, it has a lesson it's trying to teach, it has a point to it. Mm-hmm. This has none of those things, almost yeah. ever. It's truly just, it's like TV for cats. It's just a bunch of sounds 
and lights for them to react to. That's I, it. Cats would hate this. Cats would hate. It's cats too. It's far too busy. Wrestling. It's way too busy. Are you, can you imagine? We okay, audience. We went to a wrestling show down in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago by this promotion called Warriors of Wrestling, and it was quite the time. It was. But it was, it was I good. have not been to a wrestling show in like a small enclosed space before. Like I've been in arenas and mm-hmm. I've been in outdoor spaces. Oh, that's true. And the thing that shocked me about this, like, because it was in like a church gym. And um, the thing that shocked me about having this ring in this enclosed space is how loud it is mm-hmm. when people hit the, when people like hit the yeah. ring, the floor of it. What do you call that? The mat. The mat. When people hit the mat, it's a really loud noise. Mm-hmm. Like one kid had like earphones on to protect his ears in the front row. Yeah. So a cat in that environment? No, thank you. A cat would be so miserable. The Even watching it on TV, furious. it'd be like, this is far too busy. Yeah. Even on TV, the cat would not like it. But I think it was a really small TV and it was really quiet. Then yeah. maybe they'd be interested. But like... If it was a bunch of light... But the sound off, you might be but okay like if, with it. If, if a cat had been in that church gym that night, it would have been miserable. And that lady would have been screaming at it about freedom of speech. Oh, yeah. We got, we had a lady scream at us. Uh, screaming at everyone, really. She was just kind of screaming... Yeah, she would zero in on people sometimes, but yeah. like, she, like clearly nobody was like actually engaged in anything no, with her. She would just get fixated on people and start yelling at them. Yeah, about she was the WWE audience. She is who <laughs> they think that we all are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We called her Salty Snickers because she was being very salty. Yeah, uh, and she was screaming at people about freedom of speech. Well, she was, being she was salty. She was wearing a hat that oh, said. Oh, that's salty. right. She had wearing a hat that said salty. Yes. Yeah, her hat said salty on it. And then she was eating a Snickers bar. Yeah. And, and I've never was... seen somebody actively angrily yell at people while continuing to take bites yeah, of a candy with bar. With chocolate all around her. Yeah. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. it was a weird night. It was a weird night. Um, but fun. They kicked her out pretty fast. I think she's a regular. She'll I be met, back. I met Julia Hart. Julia Hart, AEW's House of Blacks, Julia Hart. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of like blew up our like structure here to just talk about how I met Julia okay. Hart. But I did. I met, I got a picture with her. It's on my Instagram. Go check it out. Uh, anyway, who do we, who should we talk about next um, on our walkout list? I feel like I should uh, be selective here with this. Um, <laughs> I like how you wrote it out and now you're like, I feel like I should uh, pr- edit this. Well, we'll just, you know. Let's uh, do one more walkout and then we need to get to the news because we've got only about 15 minutes left. Okay, wait, let me just do, well, all right, one of them is going to, one of them will bleed into just being news. Um, okay. Well, go ahead. Just deciding which one is the best one oh, to talk God. about. Um, I thought you picked one. It's going to bleed into being news. Well, okay. Two things that are... These two will both bleed into being news. Okay. Kota Ibushi has not walked out of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, good. But he has had a uh, a situation. Where he got hurt in the finals of the G1 Climax last year. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, late last year. And he he hurt his shoulder. He's only supposed to be out for a few months or whatever, but he hasn't come back yet. And I think they, he mm-hmm. was, I think the thing is like they were trying to get him to come back and he was like, My, I'm too hurt. I'm not ready to come back yet or whatever. And then he, there was a thing where he started tweeting about, and these are like a series of tweets where he was saying stuff about how like making accusations against New Japan and being like they were like harassing him to come back and all this. He said mm. somebody like sexually harassed him. I think oh, like no. one of the executives is what he said. Oh my God. He didn't stay on that so i don't know any more about that other than that and also yeah. this all stuff is all translated from japanese so mm-hmm. i don't know how 
accurate the yeah the translations are, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know what the yeah and he has might be missing some nuance here yeah, yeah i don't know i have and, and he has not commented on that aspect of it again and it was a series mm-hmm. of very like emotional strongly emotional tweet of tweets about the company and like a couple of officials there um and then silenced for a little for a little bit and then they wished him a happy birthday what the company did and then it started another series of tweets where he was talking about how they like had been harassing him just like in general and like or, uh, an official there had been like harassing him and his mother tried to commit suicide oh my god yeah and he was like just like uh you know and then so eventually now they have put out a statement um which is actually kind of the opposite of what WWE's statement about Sasha and Naomi was. I think it was, this is what happened. We apologize to Ibushi. For making, driving his mother to suicide? Jesus. I mean, so here's, they were saying that there was, so Ibushi was on a, DDT Pro Wrestling is like another promotion that Ibushi used to be in Mm -hmm. with Kenny Omega and some other people. Ibushi was, that's like where it was his like home for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was at a show for them, and he did an appearance for them, which I guess he's not supposed to do. But he didn't, like, wrestle there. He just, like, was at the show or whatever. He mm-hmm. was with somebody or something. He didn't, like, get involved. I don't think he was. He was just, like, there. Uh, and then, so, they said that he was in violation. Like, the statement was, like, he was in violation of his contract because he wasn't supposed to make that appearance without getting it approved by them first. Mm-hmm. And then they were, like, they had somebody, an executive call him, and they identified the executive. I don't remember what his name was. And they were like, this executive knew Ibushi before the sh- before New Japan or whatever. And so mm-hmm. they were like, I don't know if they're just throwing this guy under the bus, but this is kind of what Ibushi said happened anyway. So mm-hmm. I guess this is what happened. And that this guy like accused him instead of just like talking to him about it. He just started accusing him of like trying to get out of his contract by breaching it and started mm-hmm. being like real shitty to him. And they like were hanging out all day, I guess, and like went to the gym together and like went and had dinner and then he started bringing like i guess the guy was like really harassing him about it uh and then they were like we i there was more to the statement it was a long statement i read most of it but it was just mm-hmm. like we apologize to kota abushi and his family for this this guy's being dealt with like i don't know if they said he's mm-hmm. fired or what happened but um he's being dealt with being dealt with mm. uh and so he's uh yeah so they were like we want kota abushi to be here for a long time so i don't know I mean, just it was just opposite of WWE in the fact that they at least admitted some fault mm-hmm. and didn't blame him and, and apologize in some way. But it sounds pretty hardcore. I don't know if they were just throwing that one guy under the bus to try to like, you know, get the yeah. rest of the the focus off of them, or I I don't know. But it was sounds it was weird. Intense and dark. It is really intense and dark. Um. And so Ibushi no, has not you. been back yet. I don't know if he's going to be because New Japan and AEW had that pay per view coming up, Forbidden Door. I don't oh, know if right. he's going to be involved in that. Probably it's in not. June, I think he's still right? hurt. That's yeah, it's month. in like a, uh, like three weeks. Ooh. Um, we're not going. By the way, I think we announced on this show a while back we were going to go to that. We're not because we can't afford it. It sold out pretty much immediately, and like the cheapest tickets now are like a thousand dollars. Yeah, and we'd have to go to Chicago too, and we have to go to Chicago too, and we're broke. Yeah. We're poor people. Yeah, we don't I have mean, that I, sweet, I sweet hate, podcast money. I hate to sound like I'm whiny, but we we don't have money. Yeah. Send us money. Yeah, we should do a Patreon. I have my Venmo. Oh, yeah. People can just Venmo me. Patreon's such a... 
you have Venmo, you gotta Ann. like give people stuff and it's like i'm already making a podcast yeah, that's true. like i don't, don't want to give stuff on top of the podcast that i'm making it's like you gotta have a product on top of your product right like when i go to like you know the burrito truck and i order a burrito i don't demand they also give me like a sticker with my burrito that would be cool like, though it would be cool if they had stickers. Yeah. Honestly, if there were two burrito trucks and one of them gave stickers and all other things being equal, I would go to the one with the stickers. I mean, of course. I like stickers. Yeah. Although I would probably get to the point where I have so many stickers that I'm like, I don't need the stickers. Yeah, and then, then you have to go to the other one because you'd be it would be too awkward to yeah. refuse the sticker. Yeah, I'd have to go to the non-sticker burrito truck yeah. anyway. And then, they, and then they would be like, why haven't you been here? And then you can't go to any burrito truck yeah. anymore. Um, anyway, and then there's to... another there's another walkout thing, and that's also news. Oh boy, okay. Well, is I it... said one walkout, but you you. Well, done this two. is the news I was going to have to talk about anyway because okay. this is like almost as big and ongoing as the Sasha Naomi thing. Yeah, is that MJF of AEW has <gasps> been he has been having ongoing contract disputes with yeah. Tony Khan and AEW. Been talking a lot in interviews about how he's willing to go wherever the money is and outright saying he would go to wwe when his contract expires in like two years what a jerk yeah it's funny that his like character is this but then i guess he also is i don't know because it's hard yeah. to tell because he's always so committed to his character mm-hmm. um so you never know when he's just being his like shithead character yeah or if he's like at, but and apparently he did get in trouble for saying some of this stuff and he and tony khan had like a discussion about it but then i guess it was okay but then how he, do you know that it's not a work you like, don't. You don't. You don't. You're just assuming that this is all like real. Well, it's mostly the thing that usually gives it away is the reaction of the company. Because if it's a work, usually they'll like use it a lot. Mm-hmm. They'll reference it. They'll talk about it. It's like <clears throat> when this is a terrible analogy to use, but if somebody gets hurt, mm-hmm. like if somebody's not really hurt and it's a work in the match, they'll keep attacking them. They'll call attention to it. They'll use yeah. it in the match. If somebody's really hurt, they don't touch them. They don't show them on TV. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. like take the camera off of them. Yeah. They just, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And so this is kind of like, they don't know what to sell basically and they don't know what to call attention to so they get kind of silent about stuff. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. And so that's why I'm assuming it's not a work. So the thing is that they had a, because a, Double or Nothing happened this weekend and it was their, you know, one of their big pay-per-views and they had a fan fest and MJF was supposed to do meet and greet and these mm-hmm. are all pay, prepaid Oh, and he didn't show up for the. Meet he didn't show up for the meet and greet. They That's could not get a hold. Really fucking rude. Yeah, they could not get a hold of him. People, fans said that were reporting that he was in the casino because uh, he was in Vegas. He was in the casino uh-huh. just like playing slots. He wouldn't answer his phone. What a dipshit! And then he uh, had apparently there was a report that a flight had been booked, like a red eye flight <clears throat> back to like New York or whatever to the east coast in Uh his name Mm. and before the pay-per-view where he was supposed to lose to wardlow essentially Mm because it's like wardlow's crowning moment yeah um and he uh they weren't sure if he was going to do the match and they like kind of pulled advertising for the match that had already been confirmed for like a couple hours or whatever um and then in the pre-show, they started talking about it again. And the, what I've heard, and this again is all just hearsay bullshit because I'm not a reporter. But mm-hmm. from what I've heard, he was he showed up. They weren't sure if he was going to show up. The pay-per-view. He showed up like not long before his match. Mm-hmm. They talked to him about it or whatever. 
He did a very basic match with Wardlow where he just got his ass kicked. Um, and he was stretchered out. It's also funny because that like fake paramedics they had, it looked like they put the mask that's supposed to go, like the oxygen mask, supposed yeah. to go over your, they like put it over like his eyes and like, it was <laughs> stupid. But he, they, they stretched him out and the, the reports I've read are that he left immediately after. And has, and just as, and now he's like, basically they're not sure. I mean, and again, you could say this could be a work because his character could be like terrified of Wardlow, yeah, which makes like, sense. It's it's one you have thing, to refund all those people. I know, like it's one thing to like have a problem with your boss and be a jerk to your coworkers. It's another thing to like break the hearts of little fans who've come out to meet you. Some of yeah. them are probably children. And it like, is also funny though the children that idolize like this shithead character. <laughs> Well, it's you know yeah. it's a fun thing to but do. Still, yeah, of course. You know, you're a dad. You watch wrestling. You take your yeah. kids, and you're excited to meet this guy, and he doesn't yeah, show course. up, and you're left standing there, you know, waiting for hours. Like that's awful. That's what a horrible sh- thing to add to a world that's already full of nightmare and pain. Yeah, and it's like I get that. Like, you know, I do entertainment stuff. I get how poorly people are treated and paid in a lot of situations yeah but it's still like it's not the audience's fault though yeah there's still like a way to deal with this i think that's like yeah it's better. not the fans fault like again like we're all trying our best and life is so hard and the world is so full of horror and if you have a yeah. chance to bring a little bit of light to someone's day just do it um, just fucking do it and i think it's also because it seems to be like solely about like a money situation but i don't, I don't yeah, know I i'm know. not there i don't know what he's experiencing i don't I'm know what's disappointed going on like, I mean, in mjf i previously also- <laughs> i've previously expressed support for mjf and i'm rescinding that now all right mm-hmm. and victoria clark is no longer supporting mjf avc no longer supports mjf avc no longer supports mjf he has crossed the line. Sometimes I wish I could cut promos in this podcast. That's kind of what you I'm can. doing here. I'm like, MJF thinks he is right. <laughs> and he's not. Thank you. Yeah. Strong words from Ann Victoria Clark. <laughs> uh, what about CMP? Do you support CMP? CMP? Is it yeah. CM Punk? Yeah, yeah. CM? My CM? friend CM? Charles Montgomery I was Punk. calling him CM all weekend and John was laughing at me because yeah. apparently you're not supposed to call him CM. But Nobody called him CM. Anyway, Charles and I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, CM Chuck Punk's Punk. cool. I like CM Punk yeah. a lot. Um, and I guess I like Wardlow now because MJF just really sold him. He almost screwed him over because this is like a big moment for Wardlow. Yeah. This is supposed to be like the moment where he finally like earns his freedom and it was it was a nice moment on yeah. the pay-per-view they announced that he was like signed all to AEW even though he like already was but it's like good that they for the story that they did it but i if i was worth i would have been pissed at him this is like i'm pissed at him and i'm not even know. there i i'm angry at mjf i'm yeah. so angry at him what a what a turd it was mjf a- you are a turd and i'm ready to tell you what a turd you are you call me on my phone my first the numbers one are there. Of, one of one of the digits of my phone number is two. I'm uh, this is season two of this podcast, and I'm going to re uh, restart the gimmick that we had in season one, where I release one digit of my phone number every episode. Two is this week's digit of my phone number. MJF, write it down. The other six. Wait, no nine, right? Because phone numbers have ten digits. Not seven. 
Because with God. the area code. It's six plus four, yeah. 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 Well, there's six plus four. Where well, would you get the that Well, there's the area number? code. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The area code is three numbers. Yeah, three, three, and four. Oh, okay. I yeah. see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I was very confused. Yeah. Otherwise, um, there's seven. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the other nine numbers will be coming. So in in ten weeks' time, you should have my phone number, and you can call me, and I will tell you that you are a turd. Man, I hope that actually happens. <laughs> Yeah, it won't. No. But if it does, Maybe. I'll be excited. Anyway, so, do we have anything else? Um, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, but well, pick your... I mean, just I'll just go talk about... Um, I mean, Stephanie McMahon took a leave of absence from WWE randomly, suddenly. Oh, yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. She just announced she's taking leave of absence. As you pointed out, though, I think I, I did tell you this outside the podcast, which is, I know, a no-go, but we no, but I did fine. it. No, it's fine. I think I read it somewhere anyway. Well, she, you know? But I think you pointed out that she probably was like, her husband almost like died. So yeah, I maybe she probably I was like, like, maybe I'll take some time. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, it doesn't sound like they're necessary. Because if you're working for a com- company that like doesn't give a shit and is full of mean people and that your dad I wouldn't and that wanna, your dad owns yeah i wouldn't want to show up to work there no thank you yeah i think she might be one of the mean people but i don't know but i don't um know her and uh i don't want to say that and so she probably they i don't think either one of them really like has to work again ever mm-hmm. if they didn't want to and triple h while he was out with a heart attack almost dying everything he'd built was stripped away and yeah. destroyed so it's like i don't know um but that that's a thing yeah. and uh my AW, thoughts are with you stephanie mcmahon and triple h i guess yeah sure kind of we, i mean we i want you we both don't to love be, you as people but like i want you both to be happy and healthy and your family to be happy and healthy basically what we're saying is we don't wish physical ill on you no no physical ill but i really we don't have, wish any ills on you but we have some major notes for like your life's work and personalities yeah sure and you know what triple h honestly i mean look bud I can't ever separate your contributions to, honestly, my life at this point. Because <laughs> you were there when, during some, some real formative years for me when I didn't have a lot else going on. So you know what? You did a lot. And uh, I appreciate it. You distracted great, John from a lot of darkness. I mean, truly for real. You just kind of danced you, around. You gave and- me something else to hate in a lot of ways. <laughs> Uh, and you were a heel, so it's okay. You know, you wanted that. Um, and you, you know, you did uh, really offensive racist stuff before, uh, before Trump even did it. Yeah, but I mean, who didn't in that era? That's you know, true. so, um, yeah. And uh, and honestly, you know what? NXT, you booked the best promotion I've ever seen. So Triple H, I know you're gonna listen to this, and when you do. Tell I, MJF he's a turd. Yeah, bro. He's got your gimmick. Yeah. Like, he's he's basically you. Call he's MJF your... up and tell him he owes every single person who was waiting in that line, every heart, every fan whose heart was in it, he owes them a phone call and an apology. Absolutely. And remember, he's you. He was working a rich kid gimmick who became initials. <laughs> so, remember that. Yeah. Um... Okay, so I mean, AEW Double or Nothing was really good. I mean, it was it might not have been the best pay per view they've done, but it started off a little weird because that MJF Wardlow match was fine, but it, like mm-hmm. I wanted a little more out of it. But also the whole MJF situation made it so weird. Yeah. And then they had a Hardy's Young Bucks match that like 
the Hardys are a little older. Some people are worried about Jeff. He's like moving a little weirdly. And I don't know. I think he was like selling an injury weirdly. Um, but it got going after a while. But then after that, it was great. Julia Hart joined the House of Black. CM Punk is the AEW World Champion. Uh, if we had more time, I wouldn't go into more of a review. But overall, it's a great show. I highly recommend catching a replay of it. Um, CM Punk fucked up the uh, Buckshot Lariat twice. But mm-hmm. that's that's just kind of a CM Punk thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's, a, punk. he's a fantastic wrestler. Sometimes he fucks some stuff up. And it, you know what? I can identify with that. You know what I mean? Because you're also a fantastic wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you fuck some shit up. You know what I mean? You Uh, know what you're doing, and you beat yourself up about it too. I'm sure he's pissed at himself. So like, and Julia Hart lost her eye patch. She lost her eye patch and embraced uh, being a part of the House of Black. She's a a heel now with them, and it was great. That was one of the best matches of the night: House of Black versus Death Triangle. Isn't that great? Mm. Doesn't that sound like two bands I would have listened to in my dark, dark years where Triple H helped me get through? In your dark, dark years. You um, in your dark, dark years, hanging out with your mom. Yeah. You know, dark, dark. It's just funny when you describe your dark, dark years, because I think of pictures of you from high school, and you just look like this sweet little nerdy kid, and I'm like, oh, his darkness. Yeah, I mean, I played a lot of video games. Um, and, uh, oh, strong note for AEW. Uh-oh. I don't have a lot of notes for him. Uh-oh. Tag team championship match was great. Uh-huh. Wrong winners. Jurassic Express retained Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy retained the tag team championships. Oh. I love these guys. Yeah. Especially Jungle Boy. Yeah, we love Couldn't Jungle a, Boy. But it should have been Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, who debuted a tag team name, Swerve in Our Glory. It's because Swerve is Swerve and she's Swerve Strickland and, and then Keith Lee says Bask in My Glory. So they were Swerve in Our Glory. And then uh Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, who have been a team together for couple of years or like a while at this point in mm-hmm. AEW and either one of those teams who've been like tearing it up on mostly on rampage but in AEW for the past few months should have won i mean i think keith lee and swerve should go and be single star soon but i think at least starks and hobbs should have had like a tag team title reign before they also become single stars but mm. i love jurassic express i just like don't it just felt like the right time to do it and mm. i think it was incorrect i truly i wonder if they have something <laughs> coming up with jurassic world <laughs> Oh, yeah, with the I, movie. Yeah, I doubt it, but... I mean... I, I highly doubt it. I mean, it's in like two weeks, not even. Yeah, no, I don't think it's... Um, so but, that would have to happen soon, but... Yeah, but uh, also they don't need to be tag team champions to do a promo for that, so it's... But yeah, I don't think it's... Um, I just think it was the, the wrong move. Uh, maybe they're having the... Like a... Maybe they're having a reaction to WWE where they don't want to turn over titles. And they're like having, you know, they're like, yeah, 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 sure. You know, they're going too far the other way. Yeah, I think it's like good that they have long title reigns. It's mostly only like the TNT title and probably post Jade Cargill, the TBS title. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I think those are the only ones that like change a lot. Um, but I still think it was just the time to change it. Yeah. So, whatever. That was my strong note for them. Uh, I wanted Hangman Adam Page to win back the AEW World Title at some point, but I was pretty happy to see CM Punk win because I, I like CM Punk a lot, and I want him yeah. to. I I just like it. I don't. Know, I like the direction. It's new. It's different. It's endearing to me to see him come back to a thing that he loved and mm-hmm. lost his love for, and now loves it again. Um. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, WrestleMania Backlash was. I know I shit on it before it happened. It was not bad. The first, there were only six matches, I think. The first four matches were good, but had 
kind of silly endings where like Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins, of course, ended in a way that bled into a third match. And then mm. they're having a Hell in a Cell match at the next pay-per-view, mm. which I guess I should have done predictions for because it's happening no, Sunday. No, I don't need predictions. It's uh, okay. And so they... Uh, you should take your predictions and bet on them with money. Oh, that's true. As I've often that's told true. you. But the last two matches were just like, I don't, kind of whatever. And like the last match was a six-man day. They're really trying to do a thing with Roman Reigns now where it's like the 80s where it's him being on the show at all. Mm-hmm. is a big deal because he's not even doing like live event matches any like house show smaller shows anymore mm-hmm. he's just gonna wrestle pretty much a couple times a year on pay-per-view it seems like mm. which i guess they can try again it's just they have so much more content now than they used to yeah so you could do that then and now it's kind of like well you're still gonna do these pay-per-views every month right so the world champion is just not yeah. gonna be on ever so yeah. oh also wwe was going to have a stadium match for money in the bank but they had to move it to a smaller venue because it didn't sell enough tickets, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. That um, is funny. I, they want to do too many stadium shows. I don't think you can't full football stadiums multiple times a year. Not if you're uh, chucking no. girls like Sasha Banks overboard. And For sure. Leaving your fans in the lurch. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, watch Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> Disney doesn't need your plugs. They don't. Uh Anyway, my final thought is... What's your final thought? What's Anne's final, final thought? final thought is that I think women's wrestling is on the verge of being the only wrestling that's worth watching. Wow. And I'm excited for it, and I stan it, and as soon as Sasha and Naomi get out of whatever, you know, contract jail they're in, we're going to see a real epic comeback, and I'm excited for it. And MJF is a turd until he calls me to apologize. Mm. Numbers two. Um, that's that's it. That's my final thought. All wrapped up. All right. Look at that. Very All efficient. Right. All right. Well, as always, right. goodbye Bye. and good wrestling. We love you, everyone. Bye.